0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Weekly Manga Recap First Try. So, it is December the 29th of 2021. It is our last Weekly Manga Recap of the year, and there is basically no new manga this week. So, we are going to be taking a look back at the year of Weekly Manga Recap and what a year it has been. Nice. I'm Nick, here alongside Chris.
1: That's me. It has been a very um interesting year, I will say that. Out of recap, some would say a horrendous year uh, in which a lot of bad things are happening and a lot of the things we thought would be handled are not. Um, yeah, and let I'm
0: me almo- check my calendar because <laughs> I feel like you said this last year. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> in the recap, I think we've had a fantastic year. Uh, Weekly Manga Recap celebrated 10 years of being a podcast. We had a ton of really great recommendations. We'll get to that we, we talk about that, but I think we had a phenomenal year when it came to recommendations. And I think for the most part, a lot of the manga series we covered were also, I don't think, I don't know if there are necessarily any phenomenally great or as many phenomenally great series as I would have hoped, but I think all of them were at least good and uh, at least had very good patches to them.
0: Yeah. It's been, a, I think, a very momentous year Yes, uh, in a lot of different ways for for us, Um I know that the two of us uh, in our own lives have made some strides uh, forward that. uh, But in terms of just how we relate to Mong and stuff. Yeah, we had a lot of really good times on this podcast uh, talking about stuff that entertained us. We branched out, I think, more than we ever had before and experienced rewards more than punishment for it. Although some of the stuff that we encountered we would never have put ourselves through <laughs> if we had not put ourselves out there. And it made for good times for our audience at yeah. least. So
1: and, and I will note, I think we also did a great job of having more recommendations this year than we had in previous years. Like I'd have to go back and actually double check numbers wise, but I'm pretty sure we got a lot more series in as recommendations this year than we have in like the past couple years
0: uh uh according to this we did six more than each of the last two years each of the last three years actually it yeah. looks like That's what I, was gonna say. So, I feel
1: like we got a lot more in this year which i are pretty proud of
0: yeah so and uh amazingly i still had a really difficult time picking out my worst series yeah uh, there yeah. were a lot of really good ones we had so
1: all right so, well how, how, how do we want to start this do- nick
0: I, I don't know. I, 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 I've come into this deliberately blind for one particular section, okay uh, so I don't know how we want to organize so, so the rest of this.
1: So, I, I, I guess we'll talk about how this podcast worked, I guess, in a nutshell, and we'll talk about the series with it. Or no, we talk about the recommendations first. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about just the series we recommended, and we'll kind of very quickly go through these. We'll probably elaborate on them a lot more when we actually get to that part, but uh, I guess we start. With the series we covered at the start of the year, which was Golden Kamui, which Mm -hmm. uh, was a very, very long series that I don't think either of us got tremendously far into because it's like 400 and some odd chapters.
0: Um, Well, I cheated for this one. (laughs) Oh,
1: you watched the anime, that's right.
0: Right, which (laughs) happened to end its most recent season at the point where the manga volumes stopped being published on Viz. So I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I just kind of like perused through some of it to make sure I was like, okay, no, the yeah, that that did happen in the manga yeah. and stuff and I wanted to see how some of the things that came across differently and everything. But uh, I did not have to read all of that. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> but I think that was a series we all we both enjoyed. Uh although it got a little bit in the uh reads so to speak at times with some of its explanations that Yes. at times i still think about and like my eyes glaze over instinctively to be like "Ooh." uh then we covered hina change
0: yeah which was um i think that i had difficulty coming to terms with the fact that it was bad when we talked about it like i was trying to be like well but you know like and and that and i was like no it was it was bad uh it was problematic and did not come to terms with how problematic that was. Uh, That was the series about uh, the guy and the girl who could switch bodies between each other. And one of them basically used that ability to uh, rape the other. Uh, Well, I think actually both of them did it in some ways to the other because of the way things that they used each other's bodies for. So, yeah, um, uh,
1: I will say this. Uh, This was a very uh, queer year. For the podcast in terms of recommendations, we we discussed a lot of series with uh queer topics in them. Uh Hina Change was the first of them and not the best. We'll no. We we got better <laughs> at picking it. We got better, <laughs> then we got worse, then we got better again afterwards.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna go move us on to Kaguya.
0: That was what I was gonna do.
1: Yeah. yeah. sama Love is war, uh, which was uh I say a good series sometimes. I, I know some people in here love this series and I'm happy for you. I, I, I'm reading the series again just out of interest, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still not in love with the jokes of this series. I still still not a huge fan of the jokes.
0: But yeah, those but uh... those
1: emotional moments, phenomenal, S tier.
0: Still don't, I, I still don't like the way that the narration uh goes through things because, like, that the joke is that everything is played up, you know, and over the top, and so the narration is like ex- making you realize, like, you know, like the way that things are explained in Yu Gi Oh! when in reality, it's like, and then they played a card, and it's like, ah, oh, but you see, this is why it's so impressive <laughs> and stuff, and it's like, and that is why she did not compliment him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll also say one other thing. Kaguya-sama? Garbage. F-tier name. This series should be exclusively known as Love is War. Because that's the actual fucking premise of the series. I don't think we even talked about it when we talked about the podcast. It's like the subtitle, in the same way like Shokugeki no Soma was like Food Wars. like. But at least Shokugeki was like a specific term to it. Kaguya-sama? Garbage mm-hmm. name. Should only ever be referred to as Love is War. I just want to stress that for the record.
0: Okay, yeah. wow.
1: Yeah, strong thoughts. Anyway, curtains up, I'm off.
0: this was i think out of all the series that we read like if it weren't for the title i would have had no idea what it was about Mm -hmm. uh this was about the uh the high school uh drama club uh the guy who joins it and uh, i think that it was uh it showed a tiny bit of promise early on and then just completely failed to be really gripping in tackling its subject matter. Despite the fact that I think that there is a lot there that you could do, it just left very little impact. And uh, I cannot tell you a single specific thing that happens in it. They have a contest and there are other schools in the contest. That's
1: yeah. about it. <laughs> it. It it did not run particularly long either, so there no. is that going for it. Uh, but by the end of it, I, I finished reading it and said to myself, Yep, Skip Beat is still the best acting manga out there.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: Then we talked about uh, the bones then... of an invisible person. So this was one that I also had to remind myself what it was. But the moment I hear the plot, I'm like it comes back. But yeah, the yeah. The, the the title does always throw me for a loop. I say this. This was what, nine months ago is when we read it this? It was.
0: It was. It, um that this is the series about the girl who uh, murders her father using her ability to turn invisible. And the entire series after that point is essentially her coming to terms with what that means uh, in terms of her guilt, uh, how she feels about it, how she's going to, you know, get through the rest of her life. having you know, killed her dad and uh, also uh, happened to be our second example of really solid queer queer representation. Kind of. It's never explicitly stated, but it probably happened. So, <laughs> uh, But it ended up being pretty uh, pretty damn good. It's uh, just a hard thing to like get through because it's tackled some very, very rough subject matter.
1: Yeah. So. Although I do, I would say definitely better than, than he to change. Uh, we talked about Four Nights of the Apocalypse then, which is sort of one of those quasi-recommendations. Uh, it was like at twelve chapters at the time and it was more so a recommendation so we could consider adding it to the podcast. Um
0: it was uh along the lines with how we did Ghost Reaper Girl last yeah. year. So.
1: Uh as for Fortnite itself, it was good at the time. I think I really think we were like maybe like one and a half arcs into the series at that point. actually I've continued following it since then. And there's a very distinct four person group and at the time we had read it only two and a half of them were kind of introduced into the story. So um, I would say we did not add it to the recap, but it is something that's always an option that's out there. Yep. Um, so a uh, good stuff. Then we covered what was something I was so excited to talk about because oh, of the yeah. way our Discord hyped this thing up, which was Dear Sa-Chan. And man... If you want to talk about the biggest disappointments of 2021, <laughs> it's that it's that Dear chain was not nearly as awful as I was hoping it was going to be, man. Ha. Huh.
0: I mean, it was bad. It's bad, but it but... could have been much worse.
1: It's like the opposite of the uh, the the fucking Pedro Pascal Wonder Woman meme, where it's like it was good, but it could be better. I was like, it was bad, but it could have been worse.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. it... It was weird because, like, I felt like people saw all the beats in it and they kind of expected us to have much bigger reactions than we did. And then we were like, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. And we dusted our hands and went off.
0: And then we got the stuff that we got really into. It was like, you know, the the, the way that the, the legal proceedings in this series work really don't make any goddamn sense.
1: <laughs> no, he still pays him all that money that doesn't make any sense. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Um, and after that, we did undead unlock Mm -hmm. to catch up on that and to add it to the recap. People thought I was going to say we would be talking about Jujutsu Kaisen because they voted on it. And then I was like, no, Uh, (laughs) you pulled a classic Nick move. (laughs) I have decided that this is no longer a democracy. (laughs) After I gave it to you, kind of. So <laughs> uh, and it's been part of the recap ever since. And it's been very good. Uh, so no regrets on my part there. So Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, then we talked about Black Cat, which was... Uh, I, I think this was around the time we took Ayakashi Triangle out of the recap. Yes. Uh, so we wanted to talk about Yabuki in a different setting. We talked about his... Uh, lead action-adventure series from, like, the early 2000s, and... it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. There's... not a lot to really... Yep. Alright, so we talked (laughs) about of the Purple next.
0: This was the weird series that involved uh, the girl who could see people as robots, and how that somehow turned into, um... Her friend slash love interest slash everyone else's love interest, as it turned out, Uh, using this to somehow access multiverse versions of herself and live life billions of times over to try and save her friend. It got really weird. Um, That's about it.
1: (laughs) It was definitely an interesting series uh for a series that i guess is kind of uh famous as well for being like this very uh, particular kind of yuri series um i'm definitely glad we read it it was an interesting series i think we had an interesting discussion about it um mm-hmm. so yeah i i can't say i loved it i can't say i'm ever going to go back and read it but i'm definitely glad we checked it out yes Then fucking Credo Prime Uh, had to stick his big dumb face in and suggest love stage. (laughs) And we read it.
0: And uh, we read it. (laughs) And it was bad.
1: (laughs) In a great way. In a phenomenal way. It was everything I wanted, dear Sa Chan, to be.
0: Where I was like, "This is a dumpster." Minus part. minus uh, all the incest, uh, yeah. that happens. At, yeah, yes, but
1: but there is definitely a lot of. I was like, every chapter is a, is, a, is a fucking mess. What is what is this thing? And uh, we only got it because of creator primes interesting taste
0: in manga. <laughs> uh, from from ten years ago, I guess we'll give create a little bit of credit i don't want but... to
1: i don't want to apply context to this I <laughs> think it's better with that. Yeah, and it gave me a Yeah, up. i
0: guess that he was he was trying to defend it by saying no no it's not as good as i remember it's like all right yeah okay <laughs> um yeah this was i uh, our most boy love boy love series yet i i want to say and it was insanely garbage yeah. so yeah uh, then we covered Pokemon Adventures, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver, which I think is probably my biggest disappointment of the year. Because, like, all right, let's get back into some Pokemon. It's, it's, it's really nothing to it. It's just, it's very short. And the parts of the game that it does focus on are just not very interesting. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it
1: happened to be like sort of an in-between part that really felt like it existed mostly because they were like, we have more legendaries we have to showcase from the last gen.
0: Look, uh, there was another remake series. You have to make a manga tie-in about them, okay? Yeah. So
1: Then we had a good friend, the show Austin Yorski on, to talk about Destroy All Humanity, They Can't Be Regenerated, a uh, manga about the competitive Magic the Gathering scene of the mid to late 90s.
0: Yes, uh, very specific. But as it turns out, a rich history to draw from, uh-huh. because as many people that we've well, not many, but several people that we've talked to who were playing Magic: The Gathering at the time can tell you, no, 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 this all was actually like what happened. Yeah, <laughs> this is how people reacted to it. Turbo was just uh, a
1: thing; you just dealt with it. It, yeah. was, it was obnoxious, but
0: and uh, eventually the series develops a har- into a harem romance, which I don't, no, still don't really know how I feel about <laughs> that. But uh, it was a fun, nostalgic nerd trip yeah. to, to read. So.
1: And then we talked then we talk- about Alice in Borderland.
0: Which uh, is... Probably my favorite like episode that we did this year. This was when we kind of had a weird schedule during the week. Um, so we just dedicated an hour on on the week to talking purely about it. Yeah. Uh, and, and really says like a pseudo bonus episode. Uh, and looking back, I, I went back and listened to that uh, before we did this. And while Alice awesome in Borderland is probably not one of my favorite manga that we covered uh, this year it is definitely one of the ones that's going to stick with me for a long time uh, in terms of like, okay, I'm going to remember a lot of parts of this and uh, it's, I guess going to be one of the more influential, I guess, things that we've covered uh, on me at least. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I I think this was definitely one of the bigger uh, pleasant surprises of the year. Hmm. Uh, Then we took a look at the way of the house husband, which was a highly requested series and uh nick did not care for it much i mildly enjoyed it and it's still a lot of people's like one of their favorite series so you know what i guess it all works out for them
0: Uh, well, am i out of touch no it's the <laughs> listeners who are wrong <laughs> uh then we talked about my pick for Sadistic September this year, which was History's Strongest Disciple, Kenichi, which was uh, an odd experience to go through because I guess that I got what I wanted out of it, but at the same time, I'm still upset that I was right that it was bad. (laughs) And I guess it was just, no, just, it was, look, there's better action martial arts shounen series out there that aren't as horny as this one. Uh. So
1: eh. uh, there's going to be, I don't know how I could create it, but I want to do a bonus podcast that's just the top 10 of like the dumbest backstories. Just so I could put fucking the stupid pin and Odin's backstory in there. Because I still.
0: And then he got it out of a t- out of a prize tumbling machine.
1: And there wasn't actually a deep emotional connection behind the promise. It was something the kid shouted from a car while another one. Er, to a car as it was driving away. Oh, man. What a waste. Anyway, we read Boys mm-hmm. Run the Riot then uh, as part of uh, LGBTQ month.
0: Yeah, or however you pronounce that. Yeah, this is a great manga. I had a fun time reading it uh, and was drawn into it in a way. I don't think I was drawn into anything else that we read this year. So,
1: Yeah, this was definitely a a really, really pleasant one. And uh, uh, I think we'll probably come up when we start talking about our favorite recommendations. So we'll save it for there. Uh, A series that probably doesn't show up in any of those, though, is Monkey Peak. But I might be saying that prematurely. Because Monkey Peak, while not being a piece of classic literature, does have both things listed in the title. Except, eventually, I found out it doesn't, and they were all people in monkey costumes. Except there was a real legendary monkey of the mountains that they run into at some point. So, it was a great series. 10 out of 10. I got
0: No, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Hang on. Oh, on. <laughs> <laughs> Truth in advertising. That's all I care about.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, liar, liar, had a liar in it. 10 out of 10 movie. That's how I judge everything based off of the Shawshank Redemption. It wasn't really a redemption in there. So I'm giving it a zero out of 10. I don't know what to tell you. Anchor man there was anchor men and women. Bad title. I wanted th- that implies one anchorman. It was many. Should have
0: been anchor people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anchor group of pe- persons.
0: <laughs> Let's make it as awkward as possible. <laughs> anchor collective. Yeah. Oh, then it was, we covered. Uh, so I believe on this one, I actually put it to a vote for people in the chat, which was all right, should we continue LGBTQ month or should we continue? uh horror halloween horror month and people were like both and so we went <laughs> or, or actually no i think that i that i that was how we got monkey people yeah i, that's, I up yeah because it was then, it,
1: it was a sort of queer it was something that was specifically just queer then it was uh back to horror and then we f- we, we met in
0: the middle might have been a nice triangle much like the Tri-Cornered Window, much like The Night Beyond the Tri-Cornered Window. Ooh. Which we at least had some interesting like discussions about, I guess. But, duh.
1: I, I think I'll be more interested to continue reading this. I think there were parts of this that could have been a particularly interesting series, it just never really quite got there for me. And then ended up being the series that felt like it distinctly lacked atmosphere.
0: Hmm. Well, you could try watching the anime adaptation if that might be more of your speed. (laughs) Um, Can we just skip this one? I feel like that's
1: (laughs) Then we talked about Imperial Guards. Then we talked about Harrell's Paradise Jigo Karaku. Uh,
0: Which I was... uh, I came to the conclusion, all right, I just don't like this mangaka. I don't like their way of doing things, and I'm glad that I have come to terms with that. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh,
1: I did like this series. Although... Sorry,
0: Imperial Guards, we were promised Sabertooth tiger armies, and uh, we didn't really get that, and even when we did, it still sucked. So, yeah. there okay. you go. Uh, I like Hell's Paradise. I, I
1: wish I could have read more of it, but unfortunately, uh, because there's too many nipples in it, fucking Apple's like, you can't have that on this fucking app. Meanwhile, Game of Thrones has fucking giant tits and fucking half the first episode seasons and that's allowed to run on HBO's app. So, you know, whatever. Double standards, but it's fine. I'm not bitter.
0: So, okay.
1: <laughs> then we read I think her son is gay. And guess what? Yes. You know what? Maybe. It's pretty good.
0: It was pretty fun. It was yeah. cute more than anything else. Okay, well, so that's 22 series that we covered this year. Uh, I had a really difficult time saying what were the three worst because there were definitely some bad series that we covered. Mm-hmm. But nothing that we covered this year left me feeling, uh, that really sucked. And I'm still I can't believe that I had to read all of that. There was some stuff that was, you know, I had mixed feelings about. There was some stuff that was just kind of boring. And then there was some stuff that was bad, but that I had a good time reading or at least talking about it. Yes. So I, like it. we did a thing where, you know, we, we, for our 10 year uh, anniversary, our bonus episode was looking at the 10 best and 10 worst series that we have ever covered. And, uh, I don't think anything that we covered this year would make my 10 worst, uh, of all time. So,
1: uh, Maybe my number one at like a low spot, but yeah, it's, 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 it's not, it was not that bad of a year. I think we, we ended up reading maybe a couple more mediocre or series. We were just kind of okay on, but yeah, not a lot of like, oh, this is awful. I hate this series, which is it's great. You know, I think yeah, uh, works out really well.
0: So, uh, should we do like worst than the best? Do you think? Yeah, sure. All right. So, uh, I will start us off with, uh, my, Number three, worst, which um, just say it again. I have to explain. This is difficult, okay? So my number three worst was Monkey Peak. <gasps> so <laughs>
1: you're a monster.
0: Uh huh. Um, honestly, this might have been the series that made me the angriest because understanding what the appeal of the series was really did upset me. Which was just like, okay, so people just like watching dumb idiots get killed. And, you know, that's you're going to get a lot of series and works in general like this, where it's just, you know, slasher victims getting killed and you just delight in everyone dying, which I feel is just not good in, in general as an approach to writing uh, a story. Um, but in terms of the stuff that actually happens in the series... God, it's just so dumb. Like the people in this are stupid and the logic is really weird. Just the thing that sticks out in my mind the most is when the monkey or one of the monkeys poisons all the food in the cabin and delights in pouring out the water in front of everyone and getting them to chase after him. And then when they try and chase him down, he like. Action reload with a bow and arrow and there are pe- there are people who are like 10 feet away from him when he kills one of them and they still don't reach him when he before he kills the other two. Uh, and then there's the poisoned tin cans of food, which are half poisoned because the only poisoned one flavor of the food for
1: some reason. It's what monkeys would do, Nick. Evil monkeys would just poison one of them. As they have a sadistic, psychological torture uh, feeling to them.
0: So, it was bad. And I did not like it. Okay.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, My number three is Imperial Guards. Uh, This was just a series I can recall almost nothing about. And it will disappear from my memory in about four months. And that's where it belongs. It was a dumb, bad series.
0: Mm. Yes. My number two worst is Hina Change. I did, You might have listened to the episode and I think, weren't you kind of trying to defend it? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes with reflection, you look back and realize, oh, this was just kind of messed up. And really, if you were going to, to include the types of stuff that you go over in this manga, then there should be At least some exploration. I don't care how early the series was canceled because it probably was definitely canceled early There should have been some acknowledgement of how messed up some of the stuff in it is and there isn't which means makes me think that The writer didn't realize how messed up a story that they're writing and so in hindsight hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. My number two is Hina change as well. Um, We mentioned earlier, this ended up being a year where we covered a lot of queer stories on Weekly Manga Recap, and I hope to continue that as a trend. Um, And I'm thankful we read a lot more queer stories that weren't like this one, where it's a queer story about a bunch of queer characters feeling tortured and miserable, because that's not particularly the kind of story I really want to read that much. Um, It's a bad series. It's a bad series.
0: Yeah, considering that, I mean, like, I think the first act of queer representation we got this year was a gay character deceiving the person they were romantically interested in, which mm. is all sorts of red flags about some of the harmful things, stereotypes that there are surrounding gay and trans people. It just, the Yeah. So, moving on from there, let's get back into some real garbage. Look. I know that I did not react incredibly strongly to this, despite everyone thinking that I, that we would. But honestly, Deersaw Chan probably is the worst series that we have looked at this year in terms of pure garbage fire that it is. Uh, and I had a really good time dunking on it. Uh, I don't have really any negative feelings towards it because it's so bad that I didn't even work up emotions about it, but it is bad and it has a really bad ending. If I'm looking at it objectively and grading it purely off of how things play out, it's very bad. Okay. But.
1: Oh no, 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 that is my number one. Oh, Okay. Uh, now you're insane it's love stage this thing is fucking garbage credo prime you picked a real goddamn stinker on note for everybody if you have forgotten there is a page or a chapter where they warn you the uk is about the top and you have yeah, to be warned that. about that because otherwise you might be horrified at that very concept
0: and i'll tell you why love stage did not make my top three despite being absolute garbage It did what it set out to do, okay? (laughs) Which was to be a dumb boys' love series with hot boy-on-boy sex. And it did that. And it had a relationship that was very badly written, but in the way that it set out to be. So, because I really didn't have negative feelings about it, I could not in good conscience put it on my list.
1: <laughs> That's fair. I I this was like the slam dunk easiest one in my mind. Love stage was real bad. I'll be honest, Dear Saw Chan, if I did a top five, probably wouldn't have even showed up on that. Uh dear Sa Chan was was bad, but I think I'm really always gonna be like, man, I really want it. like I almost kind of enjoy it because it's like, man, I was hyping myself up for something horrendous. And I was like, this is just kind of bad, hmm. you know? In that way. It's sort of like the uh like those middling Marvel movies. You're like, you know, they're fine. It's fine. This is the Thor Dark World of manga, basically.
0: This is the uh Iron Man 2. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the best right. series. Turn around. Yeah, good stuff. My number three best series from this year is Destroy All Humanity. They can't be regenerated. Uh I really Ah, uh, grokked with this series because I remember not too long after the series uh, takes place in being a preteen, going to trading card shops, playing with strangers, doing weird different variations of Match The Gathering and stuff. Gave me really strong uh, nostalgia vibes, and I do appreciate that. Although it does use all real cards it does not bog itself down in the details of how the game is played because holy shit every single game would take forever to do (laughs) and it would be really boring people just going and i set a land
1: (laughs) i'm sorry damage still went on the stack at this point of the game so we have to resolve this in layers it's a state-based action it happens your creature goes to the graveyard still touches even though it's exile. it's like oh i can't deal with this uh
0: and hey, fun characters, some really some nice uh, interactions between them. Um, so it was a lot of fun to read.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I will concur with you and say destroy all humanity that can't be regenerated. I, I think this is one that I really, really want to see get a, a, a like official translation and release. Although I think that it is very unlikely it'll ever happen because it has to uh, this then get permission from Hasbro to happen, mm-hmm. as it uses a bunch of card art and things like that, which might just be too difficult for it to happen. Maybe not, though. Um, but I definitely I definitely did enjoy this series. And we had Austin on, which I think uh, is always going to be something I'll appreciate, because Austin is a very good Chad, and uh, he deserves the best.
0: I mean, he did tell us, because... I think that one of my objections was, like, yeah, I mean, like, what was with this, with, you know, people who play Magic the Gathering, and then they end up with, like, three different girlfriends, like, well, I did.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, you know, you. Austin always has these wild stories. We'll just be like, I don't know, man, like, what, what was something interesting that you did in the library? Like, well, I finger-banged uh, six chicks in the bathroom once before. You're just like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking awesome, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs>
0: And then I went home and played Fire Emblem. My rule. (laughs) uh I think that... So... I don't like Kanye West. But I do remember hearing a story about him. Where he... And again... Bad people involved in the story he mentioned he it was like he was on the Chappelle show and yeah. he gets a phone call from somebody and he's like yeah i'm just on the Chappelle show you know watch some clips because my life is dope and i do dope things yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's like all right that that's a that okay <laughs> you, you did it i suppose again both garbage people <laughs> um number two okay my number two favorite series this this year we have already talked about kind of having mixed, but mostly positive thoughts on it. But honestly, the stuff that Kaguya does well, it does incredibly well. And so, and I still do want to check out more of it. it I can't believe that almost an entire year has gone by and I was like, yeah, I'll read more of it. I haven't still had other <laughs> things to do. It's tough. There's a lot uh, of things going on. Yeah. Uh, but it is one of those things that I'm excited to actually read more despite the fact that I haven't done so yet. Uh, and I did really enjoy reading it. So,
1: uh, my number two is boys run the riot. I mm-hmm. was very, very thankful to read like just a genuinely pleasant and exceptionally well done series about trans characters that again, like it's dramatic, but the premise doesn't seem to be just like, let's make them miserable, which I really, you know, kind of appreciate and valued uh boys from the right was just very fun to read eh, maybe fun's not the best word enjoyable to read i was gonna say there was a lot of like pies being thrown awesome. in it but uh it, it just it it was definitely a story that gripped me and there's a couple moments where i really sat there and said like oh yeah like kind of vibing with those those moments um asked, we also got a lot of comments on that episode and a lot of people's uh, thoughts i actually uh, had a friend of mine from quite a long time ago. Uh I think I mentioned it. I, I know I've mentioned him a lot about the show. Frank, uh, the person who got me into manga, yeah. actually reached out to me and was like, Hey, I started listening to your cool. podcast again. Boys run a riot sounds really, really interesting. And was like, Oh, cool. It like is? I'm glad that's the episode uh Frank decided to check out and didn't like go back and was like, uh, ah, checked out your episode <laughs> your episode on love stage. You really watch a lot of like mm-hmm. Boys Love incest series like no <laughs> Carinos <laughs> let's do it it was carino's fault
0: <laughs> ah Sora. so do you do like a lot of just like pretty much straight up hentai between brother and sister series it was one time we didn't know it when we took it as a recommendation there are rules in place now
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to protect the innocent i.e <laughs> us <Yeah. laughs> Uh, I am going to keep the momentum going by saying that my number one series this year was Boys Run the Riot. There were some moments in this that were just such small moments that I found myself getting physically worked up about as I read the series. I would, like, gasp while I was reading parts of it. I would stop and hold my mouth and stuff over stuff like... A character takes another character's hand, and because of like the subtext of that, you realize different things that are going on. Uh, there is a moment where you know a character gets outed, and it, I was just like, "No, no!" I was yelling in frustration. It tells a story that we really need more of in manga, and it does it incredibly well. It is incredibly engrossing and gripping. Uh, and I can't wait for more volumes to come out, so I can read more of it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh,
0: now I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you before you get into okay. what your number one is. I have a feeling on it. I'm not gonna make any predictions, but I do want to say I'm gonna repeat my point that we had a lot of great stuff uh, this year, um, and I kind of stuck myself with the, with a the rule uh, for this, which was I tried to avoid. Naming stuff on either of my lists that I had prior reading experience with because you know that That's just kind of one of my things Um, so that's why kenichi wasn't on my worst list I it would I would have probably had much more negative feelings on it than Any of the three that were uh-huh. um, And that's also why golden Comwee isn't on my top three my other rule is that uh, if it becomes part of the recap, I also don't like putting it down in my recommended series things. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so my number one is not Undead Unluck, if that's where you you're...
0: Oh, okay. Before. I was wrong. No.
1: Oh. My number one note to another one of your roles is History's Strongest Disciple. No, uh, my number one, <laughs> uh, you mentioned it earlier, it's Alice in Borderland. The really? episode, Yeah. I, I If I talk about the series that I enjoyed the most this year, it's 100% Alice in Borderland. It is a series
0: real mixed thoughts, not really even mixed thoughts. You like went on a roller coaster. It
1: was real. It was so up and down when I think about this series. But this was a series I read all of. I read whatever the side stuff that they did. The Mm -hmm. only part I had to skip was a portion in the middle of the King of Spades game just so I could make sure I actually finished it in time. Um, But you mentioned it before Um, the episode we recorded about it is easily the best episode I think we recorded all year. I think the discussion we had about this series was great. It got us really talking about some of the different intricacies of this series. It was also just a nice, refreshing thing to be like, hey, we can go on for more than an hour and not be like, holy shit, now we have to cram 17 series into an hour and a half or whatever. Um, But more than anything, this series is going to stick with me for the last chapter, because I will oftentimes stop and think about the last chapter, and how the last chapter was just a question being posed to a great number of people of why do you think you're alive? And I like moments like that, that can like sit in your mind and be something I can call upon so easily or so precious to me because it's very easy for things. Just leave my head that I was like, I can't really not acknowledge. And I was like, this was great. (laughs) Like, I, like I, I really, I like, I didn't think I would enjoy Alice in Borderland as much as I did. But after you record that episode, I was like, this is a really, really good series, and I'm really, really glad we read it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot more honorable mentions than dishonorable mentions. Like uh, Alice in Borderland was overall a very enjoyable series with like a lot of characters that I did end up getting, uh, con- you know, feeling some sense of connection to. Um, Golan Camille was already good. Uh, I knew I knew that already. Um, and uh, the Bones of Invisible Person like it's not like an enjoyable series but it was definitely a really engrossing story that uh to re- look back on it was like oh man that was yeah i'm glad that i read that yeah so lo- we and of course under the luck yeah, yeah. under the luck phenomenal good. series <laughs> uh
1: four nights was great kage sama as i said like the parts of it that are great i really really enjoy uh way of the house husband i still read Like, I'm still collecting and and following the volumes, which I think is the better way to enjoy it. Uh, Hell's Paradise also could have been on there. I think that at the parts that I was getting up to, I was really, really vibing with it. So I think this was a really good year.
0: You, I think, were a little bit more positive on some of the stuff this year than I was. And I still think that we had a lot more good series than bad. So, yeah, Uh, to go to uh, back up your point on the uh, ending of Alice in Borderland. Um, out of the stuff that we have read this year in terms of like you know stuff that reached its conclusion and we were able to see what, how it ended and stuff uh, the best ending definitely was uh, love stage where they have the sex scene where they were first in terms of who's on top bottom but that yeah. was Borderland also
1: <laughs> yeah that was a pretty good one they didn't have to have a warning at the start of the Alice in Borderland chapter though in case you don't like your bottoms topping people <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> you read it, and it's like, this is about, wait a minute, this is about bottoms-topping people?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to read the collective thoughts of our audience, then, for their favorite series of the year, and worst series. Yes. So, uh, Ninja x 3 i who puts in a tremendous amount of work for this podcast, helping to, like, categorize what the audience thinks, and uh, gets votes out there. Put this all together, and I want to note that the audience said their worst three, from from number three to worst, is History's Strongest Disciple Kenichi... Dear Saw-Chan, and Love Stage. And the best was Bones of an Invisible Person, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, and then Undead Unluck. Mm -hmm. So a lot of of interesting stuff in there.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so we've been through the best. We've been through the worst. What's next?
1: Now we talk about the series that have been in the recap. And we specifically try to talk about the series where they were at the start of the year and to see if nick can remember where they were at the start of 2020 and nick yeah i don't want to add any pressure to you but i do feel Uh like in the spirit of the holidays we should make things a little bit more exciting if you can get all of them oh no i will bequeath the the veto in the bank briefcase to you On, okay. On no other terms. You just have to get all of them right.
0: D- does anything happen if I don't?
1: No, there's, there's no downside. Okay. This is just, This is just something to make it more fun, to make every one of them more exciting, okay? Okay. Now, I'll go over real quick a couple series that were in the recap, but then have left, so you don't think you can say these. Witch Watch. Came in, we, we've, if you want to hear us talk about any of these, well, I should say us, if you want to hear me talk about any of these series, uh, monthly other recap, I talk about all of them, uh, Which Watch was uh, this year, Blue Box this year, yes. uh, Candy Flurry has come and gone as, uh, as well. Uh, Blue, Box is
0: still one. Blue Box is still one that I think, um, I mean, I would like to, but I don't know how interesting it would be to talk about week to week, so. uh
1: It might work. A lot of chapters are just, like, teenagers sad because they can't figure out romance. (laughs) But, uh, you know, that might be nice to have to break up the, like, seven series we have where a bunch of teenagers try to cut each other's heads off.
0: I'm sorry. I mixed up somehow what you were saying, and I thought for a second you were saying... That for a few chapters they were teenagers trying to cut each other's heads off in blue
1: box. Oh, there was a zombie apocalypse. They did there was a small like mini arc about that.
0: <laughs> Shinatsu is
1: dead. She's dead. Uh, so there's a new there's a new girl in the blue box. Wasn't there already another girl? <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. It's, it's Chano now. Oh. It's all about her. Uh but Shinatsu is it dead. Turns uh, out that Shinatsu s- had her s- what it took. Her, her spirit still haunts the school also blue box is the name of the experiment program that created the zombies
0: oh it all makes sense now <laughs> yeah
1: you thought it was just about the big blue gymnasium nope it's an evil government program that creates zombies
0: that would that, would, that, that was about what it was supposed to be <laughs> yeah uh
1: way narrow way of the martial artist came and went this year uh ppppp which uh has become i don't want to say a good series nick but I'm gonna say it's a good series now.
0: <laughs> I can't believe that it actually made it into the next year. Like
1: <laughs> Barely. Uh, who knows if it's gonna last much longer than that. But PPPPPP is better than, than it was when we left the recap. And also worse, which I love. It's it's an interesting right. series. Uh, Ayashimon came and went, and then uh, Protect Me Shugamaru was also yeah. really gone. So there so, you go. So among
0: the series that we said no to a fair number of okay, we have to make the right choice here. One or two though, where it's like, okay, this might very well just end up in the recap again in the future anyway. Yeah, so. which
1: which watch I think is has become a pretty enjoyable series. There's still a couple chapters where you're like, all right, there's a joke to this chapter that's not funny at all, and I'm just gonna have to endure that. But yeah. you know, come that comes and goes with the territory when you get like yeah. a, a comedy chapter.
0: I would sooner take Ayashimon instead of Witch Watch. You know. well,
1: <laughs> if you don't win this veto, guess what's happening. <laughs> now, uh, all right. There was also a bunch of side like chapters and things like that uh, that Ninja included in here. I guess the only thing I want to mention is look back the one shot by uh, Fujimoto that was this year. Legitimately,
0: was- my legitimately my favorite thing that for this year. Yeah, very very good. It's incredibly good.
1: So. All right. Now, Nick. Technically, it's not in the recap anymore, so maybe you could drop this one. Well, where do you think Ayakashi Triangle was at the start of 2020?
0: Well, I don't think we were actually covering it uh, at the start of the year,
1: were we? We were. We dropped it from the recap in May, so I think we were still covering it at the start of the year.
0: Um, Hmm. Well, it would have been Okay, so the series started last July, was it? Something like that. Mm-hmm. So Okay, I know that we were covering it when there was like the actual like villain who showed yes. up who got some of the mouth. Sosuke. Um, hang on. You know what? I'm not going to pull up a summary or anything but I'm going to just look at what the chapter count is for these okay. for these right now uh so I got triangles on so 21 <sighs> so. okay oh boy.
1: i like that like i was i want to animate the numbers going on in your head like the gif (laughs) that's basically what i'm
0: doing because i'm like trying to figure out like what would have been appropriate to happen at
1: this chapter what i find amusing though is ayakashi triangle has essentially been a series that has had one major plot line and then a bunch of fan service joke chapters and you're like
0: did it happen Some of these are going to be much harder than others (laughs) you're like (laughs) did it
1: happen during the one serious plot line or was it in the countless fan service joke chapters
0: Was it during the sleepover that they had where um, they went over and then they performed the exorcism on uh, Lou while she was asleep?
1: No, I I, I will say I will say there was a particular character in this chapter.
0: Was it the artist guy? No,
1: it was Rio, the scientist girl who revealed she has like a smell fetish
0: right and so she, was this like her introduction
1: no she, she had been introduced before because they introduced oh, her like in her lab second shit.
0: appearance yeah <laughs> <laughs> i definitely remember that <laughs> well if you recall
1: she uses incense to try to reverse the gender swap jutsu but it ends up just making matsuri's breast smaller but then bigger afterwards anyways we dropped it for the recap in May and replaced it yeah. with undead unlock
0: yeah, there's no regrets. <laughs> but
1: that one really wasn't part of the recap, so you're still in this, Nick. You still have a chance at that veto. Oh,
0: great! You
1: now, you just have to remember where was Black Clover at the start of 2021?
0: Okay, well, it would have been during this arc.
1: Yes, uh, the Spade Kingdom invasion. I will, I will, I will say that
0: Black Clover's got a weird pace, especially because due to um, you know, illness and everything. Yeah, say,
1: you had to take Tabata's health, and several chapters have been missed this year as a result.
0: Some of them have been missed, and some of them have been very short. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I want to say before because I remember that there being a thing that we established, like when we start, we did like the first chapters at the beginning of this year, that there was something really big that happened in one of the series. And you specifically told me, oh, you better remember this. It's, yeah. And I can't even remember what series that was.
1: <laughs> it's going to go Getting well older. for you.
0: <laughs> I think that. Oh, it's the it's it's the it's the numbers calculating again.
1: <laughs>
0: so I think that by this point there would have already had the part where Yami was kidnapped. So I'm going to say that this would have been around the time that Nature Boy Ric Flair was introduced.
1: I'm going to give you a little help here. It was during a fight.
0: It was actually a
1: fight. There was a fight going on.
0: So I don't think that. Have there even been any fights this year at all that haven't involved the dark triad or the new devil thing in the more recent chapters? I don't.
1: Well, that's like six different fights when you consider it. <laughs> yeah, seven, <sighs> I guess technically, with Morris.
0: So Magna's big brawl thing with uh with with Dante happened this year, uh. So it has to be before that, and he was the first one that was actually defeated. We did get introduction to the fights prior to that. All right. I'm going to say that this was before the devil training with, with nature boy Ric Flair, and this might be going back too far, but I'm going to say it was when Yami cut the dude in half.
1: No, I don't even know what you're talking about. With Dante? Yeah. No. No. This was. This was. This was after that. It, at the start of the year, it was when Vanica was fighting Charlotte and Rill, and this was back before like the Dark Triad had started doing their super forms. So the various different members of like the captains got to show off powers for a little bit. Don't you remember Jack the Ripper's important backstory? <laughs> oh my
0: God! You're right. That did happen.
1: Because <laughs> Charlotte got I to show. He- show off that she had rose like special rose magic and stuff like that
0: look i completely forgot that they had the unimportant characters try and fight <laughs> the dark triad before the actual <laughs> important characters showed up okay i um, forgot the thing that happened
1: well i think i think that that's gonna unfortunately seal off your chance of winning a veto in the bank but maybe if you get the rest of them right we'll see we'll see if, if fate smiles kindly upon you uh Nick, where do you think Boruto, Naruto Next Generations was at the start
0: of of this year? Okay, so so Kishimoto had already been in charge of the series by this point.
1: No, he was not. Wasn't. No, he started this year. I don't believe he was at this part.
0: When did Samurai Aiden?
1: Last year, but it wasn't like he jumped right from Samurai Aiden and took over okay.
0: um, Boruto. Okay, so the transition happened, and we were like, immediately... Yeah, people, some
1: people are saying he started last year. I Look, I, I, I will say this. The situation with uh, Jigen had happened, and I thought he didn't take over until after that ended.
0: Right, 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 right. Um, God. <laughs> oh, it's such a weird blur right now. Okay. So, I was, uh, maybe,
1: maybe it did take over in the middle of it.
0: <sighs> Unbelievably, code hadn't been introduced at the start of the year yet. Like, it feels like forever ago that Code was introduced, but I don't think it was this yet. Right, because Code basically got introduced almost as soon as Kishimoto took over. And there was a conversation with Kawaki, which led... And then there was a second conversation with Kawaki. Oh. The computer is dead now. There's just like <laughs> now, now there's just like a toy horse. It. Squirt it. Squirt it.
1: Squirt it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to say it's I'll- when Kawaki broke the Voss. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that was like two years ago, wasn't it? was it? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been such a compelling. I will say I'll, I'll give you a hint. Um, something that was happening, what it was basically happening at the time is very similar to where we're at now in Boruto.
0: In terms of people trying to kidnap,
1: all I'm Come saying on. is some what was happening at the start of. Oh right, this it has was... been a bookended year
0: of of right. Boruto. So, okay, now now I remember what the situation with the Shigen was. Uh, so there was the fight, and Boruto was involved in it, but mostly there was Sasuke and Naruto, and Kyuubi sacrificed himself because...
1: Uh-huh.
0: I think it was... Was it literally the chapter that Kurama sacrificed himself?
1: It was, I think, a little bit after it. This is... To, to just say it at this point... It was Kawaki and Sasuke having, having to fight a Momoshiki-possessed Boruto, which is what's happening, essentially, in the manga right now, except we're playing Sasuke with Naruto. Um, this is...
0: If you don't remember... I'm like My brain has, like, protected itself from how few ideas Kishimoto seems to have right
1: now. I will, I will say this. It, it isn't this chapter. I think it's the next chapter. Uh, or maybe it was right before it, where Boruto skateboards and impales <laughs> <builds> Sasuke's eyes. <laughs> uh so yeah uh that one but look i'm gonna say this if you can get this next one i think you're right back in this game nick nick where was doron Dorororon at the start of this year
0: didn't exist
1: all right well can you tell me what its first chapter was about
0: it was about kusanagi meeting dora and them deciding to work you did it
1: all right nick's back in this game (laughs) <laughs> your little your little walking horse just got updated. It's got like jet boosters. Like... <laughs> <laughs> now let's see if we can put that to use. Nick, where was Doctor Stone at the start of this year?
0: So they must have been in America by this time. Um, oh, God, they may have no. They left America already. Uh, so they, I believe, they already encountered Doctor Chelsea. Maybe. Okay, so let's see, there was the stuff with uh, oh. the stuff with Suweka before that they were preparing to be Was this the chapter where it looked like everyone died? No. You're thinking that... a little
1: bit too far down the line, I think.
0: I need to go back further or I need to yeah. go further.
1: I, I think you need to go further back than that part.
0: Okay, so Stanley's chasing them. Uh, there's the radar. They make a ship that ha- that can reflect radio waves. Ah. Zeno gives the signal to Stanley. I really do strongly feel like they'd actually at least left America.
1: Yes, they, uh, they had left America to go to South America. Okay. There was, a, so leave- there was a particular uh thing. There's a two-page spread, I guess I should say, that this chapter revolves around.
0: Is it the reveal of all the fucking petrification devices? Yeah, the- there you go. That was one of the ideas that I had prior to that, so...
1: Alright, there you go. The mountain of uh, petrification uh, devices. Nick's on the board.
0: Ding! That might have been the thing I was supposed to remember, too. So <laughs>
1: Might have. Alright, Nick. Do you remember where Eden Zero was at the start of 2021?
0: Honestly, I feel a little bit better about this one than I could. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... To work backwards from here. They were on Sandra the Sand Planet. Uh-huh. Uh and they let's see. They got Laguna's Assistance. And then they were Was there anything? There was the ocean planet. Yeah, Red Cave. Um, which had the fire in cave in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like if we if I go back to Drakken Joe, that's going back too far. Um, but it, God, it could be like the very very end of that. There was stuff with Ziggy, like stuff with Ziggy, stuff with Ziggy. There was the guy who was training them to use their ether gear, even if they were uh-huh. bound. But that was, I think, more towards the middle of the year. So you can so, as you can see, I can actually like
1: retroactively construct
0: yeah. the timeline. So I'm 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 actually kind of okay. No, dragon Joe's going back way too far because yeah. Forrester was in between that. So the Eggbot was this year, uh-huh. with the, the, the Eggbot exploding. Um there was uh da, 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 da. Oh god. I'm pretty confident. No, I'm not confident because arc lengths in Eden 0 were very weirdly short and mm. then they got way longer mm. very recently. So they might not have even been on Foresta. Maybe the ocean planet was even before Foresta. Oh. All right, I'm going to say that it was during Foresta. Okay. I'll tell you, you're correct. And it was. Ah, <sighs> oh, I can't remember anything specific that happened on Foresta uh, <laughs> except for this. So I'll just go with this because I can't be more specific on anything else. It's the one where uh, Rebecca experiments with her cat leaper powers.
1: Uh, I think you're actually pretty close. I think this might have been technically right before that. Like, there was a larger chapter that I think dealt with it. Um, but it's, it's right around that point. And uh, I think it's around the same time they meet the character Xenolith, who's the the old robot master that you were referring oh, to okay. earlier, the one who trains uh, uh, Shiki and the rest of the crew. So I think I'll, I'll give that to you. I think you're, you're pretty close on that one.
0: I got it down to the forest of the forest planet, so... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, when you mentioned Red Cave, I was like, yeah, that's there. That was before it, though. And then it's like, fuck, what happened on Foresta? They fought a bunch of people who didn't matter. And, <laughs> and then Egg it Eggbot <laughs> <Yeah, and then laughs> Egg died. Uh, this is also a chapter where um, I think we're, like, sort of not reintroduced. I think he may have came up before, but it was like the evil doctor that was in space was making Queen right. crazy and everything cool. like that.
0: In the forest, it was also the planet where they were... the. Yeah, the, they were the human- on the
1: satellite at the time, so yeah.
0: Well, in the forest, it was also the planet where they were being kept as uh, human pets. Yeah. Uh, and the robots were just kind of like, We don't understand how to be in power, yeah. so... Uh,
1: I tell C, we won't make you guess, uh, just wanted to reminisce about a fucking A-plus series.
0: <laughs> I... I I do I do wish we had more of it. That yeah. like I feels like every year we have a series end that it's like, oh, it wasn't good, but I really want more of it. Last <laughs> Just, year it was Samurai 8. This year it was ITLC. So. Yeah.
1: Good series. Uh but ironically. Uh kaiju number eight, Nick. Do you recall where kaiju number eight was?
0: <sighs> no. Um <laughs> that's
1: a good answer. <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you don't recall it was. So, this is also tricky because of its weird schedule that it's on. Mm. Uh, so, we've been introduced to Okay. This might be around the t- time the Kaiju number 9 like actually first shows up. When I think about it. Like, I, when I think about when it takes place. because Maybe. Okay. there were the All right, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Kafka fa- passes his fucking test. You're
1: going to work it too hard, though, and the, the jets are going to take it off the ground and hit it into a wall, and then there's just one spinning around in a circle.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what had
1: happened. I don't know what theories are we talking about. Uh.
0: Um, is this the bit? This might be it, where Lieutenant Hoshina is fighting the brawler kaiju thing.
1: Well, that would have been before or after Kaiju Number Nine,
0: if that's what you're you're thinking. I don't remember what happens when Kaiju Number Nine first shows up. Come to think of it,
1: well, remember we called him Toilet Kaiju,
0: right? Because he was hiding in the toilet, he takes over the guy. Okay, so that fight did take place this year.
1: I will say there is a very specific event that occurs at the the end of the first chapter that was released this year. That if you can if you can guess that, then I will say you absolutely get it very specific event doesn't Uh, make me
0: feel good so i'm
1: trying not to give it away there's there's particular words out if i said i'd be like well he's gonna get it immediately a notable thing happens a notable status quo shift of some kind
0: well someone has to have found out that kafka Trent is kaiju number eight god i'm trying to remember all this what how much has happened this year is it just Kikoru who finds out in that chapter?
1: No, Kikoru found out at the end of the exam
0: because she had to see him transform, right? I don't even remember how long ago that was. Is the that end. that was like, last I, year? I have a very really difficult time, like especially because like there's also like when they just have the illustration chapters, so like my ability to kind of pace it stumbles <laughs> constantly. <laughs> that was I knew I knew it was going to be the challenge for this one, so god i mean i guess it could just be everyone finds out about it but it seems like that that would be a really long time ago
1: it was actually later well then what the fuck happens it was when kafka is promoted to a general officer after their mission okay he gets well, he gets promoted finally and and they have a big party to celebrate their first mission being a success
0: god that's that's it feels like we've been stuck in the current stretch of Kaiju number eight forever. Yeah. And so I completely <laughs> forgot that that was like a thing he was trying to do. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: was. It was something he accomplished and then uh, uh, increased dramatically. Um, moving along, just could not do that one. Moving no. along alphabetically, Nick Mashal, Magic and Muscles. Where was Mashal at the start of this year? This one fucked with my head. I didn't. I would not have gotten this one.
0: Because of the weird national that it sets for yeah. itself.
1: A lot happened this year. So Matt got it.
0: So Mashal is. So this would have been about half of its lifetime ago mm-hmm. now because Mashal's on like chapter 90 now. Um, so. Trying to think of how much of the selection exam that we've seen, because I think that it actually this chapter probably wasn't actually too far off from like the beginnings of the selection exam stuff. Uh, trying to think of how long that lasted though. It's the weird baby thing. Okay. Flashback with Wahlberg. Innocent Zero with his weird face showed up. Before that. There was the stuff with Margaret. And Margaret's duel with Lance. That might be it. was the puppet guy but that's last year uh all right i'm i'm going to say that we're it was like during the i guess you could say like precursor to the not try wizard tournament um and i think it was like basically like our big introduction to margaret where she duels lance yeah i want to
1: have you exactly you got the person wrong uh she duels rain oh and okay it's right oh, before lance. uh rain i think reveals his bankai essentially right 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 um but yeah pretty much exactly right on the dot it's it's it was when that happened i forgot that that was like the start of this year i thought like uh, margaret had been introduced like late last year or, like midway last year or something like that i was like holy shit and the rest of the cast just played a board game <laughs> Yeah, I feel feel good about that one, though. There you go. Like, I
0: actually was like, all right, no, no, no. That's actually what happens. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right on that one. Uh, My hero, Nick. This is also kind of a a difficult one because... They're
1: all difficult. Are none of them difficult?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, But (laughs) the reason why... The reason why I'm... I'm, Because, like, I had actually been thinking specifically about this one ahead of time. I didn't do any research on it, but I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's during the big battle. But it's like, yeah, but when? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I'm sure it must have to do with the stuff involving Shigaraki and everything. And I'm trying to remember if Crust dying was this year or not. (laughs) Because that was such a big thing that we that we uh, we made memorable because we we harped on it so much, so. Ah, uh, but I can't remember. There if that is a very year, specific
1: so. thing that happens in this chapter, and I don't want to say too much, but I will say if you think back to the start of the year, you might be able to remember why, or that this happened specifically at this point.
0: You just said a whole bunch of nothing. I want you to understand this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> An event happened. Nick, come on. An event happened. Come on. A very game. specific
0: and, thing uh, happened.
1: A thing happened. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. I, you know, I'll just help you. It's in the spirit of the giving time. Um, it, it definitely it was, it was maybe not fortuitous, I guess, considering. But this chapter came out very close to when we did the video and the Bank match
0: oh right so there were characters involved oh was this during the reveal of all the dead people yeah this is when they reveal right. all the characters who had died Like you, can't, you have to remember this because look <laughs> <laughs> the fucking native died
1: or something
0: I think it was actually native yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, nine balls, dragons, ball parade, ball that also started this year and unfortunately ended this
0: year. We had a we had a we had a fun time with it, but I think that we also kind of understood like this isn't gonna last <laughs> before too much, too long. had gone into it, so
1: Nick, where was One Piece at the start of this year?
0: So this is both very easy. Just I, I can say with confidence, it was during Onigashima. <laughs> yes, but. <laughs>
1: Which of the 200-some chapters of Onigashima was it?
0: So, God, it's so weird because, like, it's we've jumped around so much. Like, my, one of my instincts, honestly, is just to say, like, it was one of the times that Orochi seemingly got killed, because then that'll triple my <laughs> <by> chance. <10. laughs> I was going
1: to say, you have, like, four more chapters, you can potentially guess what that one. You're know, like, did either Orochi or Conjuro come back from the dead in this chapter? Like, shit, that's like half of One Piece.
0: Um, But honestly, like, I just know that, like, a bunch of the fights ended this year because we're getting, you know, everything out of the way to set the stage for Luffy's, you know, the, cl- the climax of Luffy versus Kaido. Uh, and I know that, like, you know, we saw, you know, occasional flashbacks. Involving stuff that has to do with Momonosuke or with Yamato. Yamato was introduced in like July of last year. And then they're just kind of running around for a bit for uh, like a month after that. So four months after that. Is when like some stuff is starting to settle down. I don't think there were any protracted flashbacks. In that time, like there was the bit where we saw like Yamato's childhood, and we had like Zoro's flashback to his childhood and stuff. But I don't think there's been any like flashback, multi-page thing, multi-chapter thing since Yoden stuff. So I am going to say, and I don't, th- I don't think this is going back far enough. But is the big memorable thing that I can latch onto. I'm going to say it is when the Triceracopter ability got used. <laughs> no, this was the big
1: one, Nick. This this is chapter one thousand. It was? God this damn was it! Chapter one thousand of one piece. It was the flashback. Kind it was of. Not, it was not a flashback. It was. It, it was the supernovas against uh, Kaido and Big oh, Mom. The God. big fight.
0: Chapter one thousand was January, <laughs> of course. <laughs>
1: I was gonna give you so many leeways with it, but I was like, "Oh, Nick's gonna definitely get one piece. He seems no way he's not gonna get one piece."
0: I just completely forgot that was when it was. I sh- that of all the ones, I didn't look at what chapter number we were on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have known. Oh no!
0: Unfortunately, I wish I could get that
1: one to you, but the the triceratop oh, thing was a while away. That.
0: Oh, man, that was me, be like, ascending the ladder, and then you just do your finisher to be off of it. <laughs> I, I just, just rock bottom threat. you
1: off the top, and it's like, all right, I guess I'll climb it now.
0: <laughs> it's like, no, he took a finisher through three war ladders over there. He's done. <laughs> yeah, he's up for the match. Actually, one thing I was going to say was... I don't know if we've done more wrestling tangents this year or if WWE has let go of more wrestlers than that. So yeah, you
1: say know. that this year. They just, <laughs> Another release just happened today. So, Although this one, I believe she quit
0: as opposed to being released. But I was thinking, like, I wonder how many I'd have to... Because there were, like, 80 or something like that this year alone. Yeah. Oh, oh
1: my God. Wow. All right. Well... <laughs> That's why we play this game, though, for moments like that. <laughs> Full
0: disclosure. Uh, The last couple of years that I've done this, I have at least like when I've looked back through previous episodes, I've seen like some episode titles and stuff. So sometimes that has given me a little bit of a clue. This time, I just looked at the stuff mm -hmm. that the recommended series we took no context for anything. I, I, I thought it was the, like
1: sometimes our chapter title or our episode names become so obtuse you can't even decipher what they're about no, like no, no. what the fuck's Ado minato i don't know what this is
0: so but for anyone saying like oh wow like nick d- has generally done better in previous years that's why i am extra blind this year
1: <laughs> true true uh spy family nick where were you in spy family
0: okay I'm going to do what I should have done for the previous one. <laughs> I'm going to look at what the chapter number
1: was. <laughs> the number was. Uh,
0: so, Spy Family, uh, I know that one of the things that happened this year is that we were finally introduced to uh, Lloyd's target. it's um, and- God, I'm trying to think of how long this yacht mission thing has been going on because it's been at least a few months. Uh, Okay. So chapter 39. Jeez. God, that's... When I think about it, that's... God. It's like a third of the series ago. So Bond... He was already part of the family, definitely, because he was introduced last year. Oh. I can't remember if the big, long tennis arc thing was this year or last year. Oh. might be the end of that. Okay, what is there anything that could have happened in between then? I think that she was brought up. No, no. I think that happened last year. It's
1: starting to, it's starting to
0: wheel back up. Yep, yeah, you broke it, so the springs are sticking out now.
1: So. <laughs> Sometimes it slows down. Sometimes it gets a lot faster unnecessarily.
0: Uh.
1: Uh, I will say this. Um, a new character is sort of, uh, well, hold on. New character. Yeah, I'll say I'll I'll say a new character is involved in this. New
0: character. I'm just going to say it was during the tennis mission story arc thing. That's I'm not even confident in that, but that gives me the widest net to throw. So yeah,
1: that was that was I believe uh before this uh <laughs> the character I was referring to technically is Desmond uh Damien's father, but technically the first See, chapter...
0: i st- I, st- I kicked off by saying he's introduced this year, and yeah. I didn't realize it was that long ago <laughs>
1: uh technically, I guess the character introduced this chapter though is uh Mr. Green, the custodian who has to take all the kids on uh like a trip
0: or whatever oh, okay. I knew that that happened this year, but I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah, we had quite so, a lot. That was a nice little chapter that, yeah. uh, had a nice kind of humanizing experience for those three boys. So,
1: yeah. Uh, Elusive Samurai started this year. Started, started this year. Started January too. So, mm-hmm. good one. Uh, Hunter's Guild started this year. Uh, ended this year as well. Uh, Undead Unluck, we added into the recap. I'm not going to make you because we didn't start covering it until like halfway through the year almost. Was
0: it the one where they tried to get a chapter into Shonen Jump?
1: No. (laughs) But that's a good one. Um, And then finally, World Trigger, Nick. Where was World Trigger at the start of this year?
0: I'm pretty damn sure it was during the selection for the, the teammates.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was during the draft you got. It.
0: I'm pretty like, that one I was the most confident in going now, in.
1: Nick, I'm about 100% positive at this point because I'm reaching the end of this document. We've gotten all of them at this point. Oh, wait, hold on. There appears to be. Yes, one more. magu Chan, Nick. Ninja didn't forget it this year. Where was magu Chan at the start of this year?
0: Well, Magu-chan, uh, does holidays for oh. holidays, so I'm pretty sure it was their New Year's chapter, um, but I honestly could not tell you any details about what happens in it. Uh, I know that there was a Christmas thing. You're really thing. close. You're really close. I know there was a Christmas thing. Nick, if so. you
1: get this right, I will give you the veto in the bank.
0: Why are you doing this to me?
1: <laughs> it's got to keep it interesting.
0: <laughs> Why are you doing this to me?
1: <laughs> you just have to get it, Nick.
0: I mean, I told you, it's like they do stuff at the new year. So if it was the first chapter of the year, then wouldn't it be like if they did do a New Year's thing at all? I know the only other thing would be if it were the resolution to Christmas stuff. But I think that they actually resolved all that stuff by Christmas Like it was the date. So then they would have gone. Okay. So if they resolve all the Christmas plot from last year, then that means that Ruru's mom is in town still. And so the next chapter, they would have actually gone out and done stuff with her. So they, I believe that this actually, I believe that the new year stuff was, they went to like a shrine to, to do like their beginning of year, uh, Uh, prayer thing and so Magu had like a thing where he turned himself into all the different methods that you like all the different like items and there was like a scavenger hunt to find Magu I think Uh, I think
1: it's it's you're very close you're very close it is sort of the resolution of the Christmas stuff, uh, where Ruru's mom finally meets Magu-chan, is the chapter. And there's a little bit of conflict because Ruru -Ruru -Ruru reveres her mom more than than Magu, so he gets a little jealous and everything like that. So
0: the New Year's chapter was in the middle of January? Yes. (laughs) Bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel gypsed. (laughs) Well, it looks like the veto in the bank stays with me for a little bit longer, unfortunately. I call hacks.
0: <laughs> I knew that much about the New Year's chapter, and I foolishly assumed that it happened on New Year's. I know. And look,
1: some could say if I was generous, I would have given it to you, because you're only like a week off. But you did forget that the One Piece started with Chapter 1000 this year, so yeah, I, I feel I, like I, I feel have to give like I don't, on it. I, I
0: feel like if you gave it to me, you'd just be like, really... <laughs> All
1: right. Well, that's 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 all that. So finally, let's wrap up the year by talking about the best, the the superlatives. You did okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hype you up. You did. I didn't go
0: zero for twelve or whatever. (laughs) You got got Mashal
1: like right on the dot. So that's very impressive. Good for you on that. Um, Let's talk about the best this year, Nick. And let's start with let's just start right at the top let's talk about the best hero uh a lot of nominations were had some said luffy from one piece some say azukito from nine boat dragons ball parade Tokiyuki mash deku suika yor and fuko are the the nominations this year
0: uh this was actually kind of an easy choice for me Mm -hmm. um I, i feel as though yeah you know like it was nice to see, you know, Yor actually do stuff this year. I thought the Tokyuki was a great new character. Uh, but it's Fuko. Yeah, I, it's hundred percent it, it, it's Fuku.
1: Fuko <laughs> had such a great year. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh Fuko, great great character. Really, really enjoyed her. So we're happy for her. Best new character. We have Rui, aka Ruru's mom. Uh we have uh Subaki from Nine Bragans Ball Parade <laughs> Lady Nagant from uh My Hero I'm, I'm going to tell you right now she's not winning my vote Tokuyuki uh <laughs> from
0: Diamond <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I get the impression I think I know why a couple of characters got nominated yeah. uh, but I'm not going to say why yeah. I'm not going to say Uh
1: the smiling face guard from uh Smiling Face so smiling face guard from *Berserker Samurai*, Sunamune from *Berserker Samurai*, and then Spring from *Undead Unlock*. I
0: have I have really enjoyed Spring's arc, uh, but I get the feeling he's going to die after <laughs> at the end of this. Considering they keep on saying he's going to die at the end of this, mm-hmm. um, I think the Tokuyuki is 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 a, is a nice new character. Um, I don't know if like I feel like I would have nominated some other characters than what what is he uh, available here. Um, but Out of the choices that you've given me I am going to go with Tokiyuki, so
1: Okay, uh, by the way, I, I, I Missed this part, uh, the audience Picked MASH as their best hero of the year So just throwing it out there, um For best New character I don't love anyone here. I feel like I can't obviously give it to Subaki Or Debonair, not that I was Going to, because those series ended this year, like It's hard to be best new character in a series That had 20 chapters, you know um, I don't think Ruru's mom is that memorable of a character. I don't care about Tokiyuki that much. I guess I'm gonna give it to Spring. Hold on, I just want to scroll through the rest of this. Yeah, no, none of the other characters really call out to me. I'm gonna say Spring from Undead Unluck is a new character this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was pretty cool. Um. I guess he's still around, but uh, the audience agreed with that, by the way. Spring is their character of the year. Cool. All right, Nick. Best new technique or power? We have Magna's Secret Flame Magic of the Soul Chain.
0: Toki- Soul Chain oh, Deathmatch.
1: Yeah. Tokiuki's, uh Demon Heart Buddha Blade. Uh, Sasaki's Ceratops. So it was this year, Nick. You did have yeah, that. It was. <laughs> uh, Robin's Demono Flair.
0: Flair? Flair? Demonio Fleur.
1: Fleur. Uh, Queen's Brachiosnakis. Uh, Andy's Death Shadow, which I believe is the one where he basically rips his skin off. <laughs> uh, Uno Yukayasu being a lord of Oh, the, the the Lord of Carnage from Thirty Years of Virginity Guy. Right, 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 right. I was like, who the fuck is this until I read it? And then King's Imperial Deep Pride Stake. Fuck! I just got that stupid pun.
0: What? Deep
1: pride steak.
0: Deep fried steak. Oh, okay, okay. It's very dumb. I hate it. it. It's not great. Um. So, look, I like a lot of these. I like the understated but very straight, but also very straightforward nature of the, uh you know, Buddha Blade, where you know he runs away while cutting, and it actually improves his cut. Uh. All of the dinosaur things from One Piece have been funny. I think that it reached its pinnacle with Brachiosnacus and just how absurd that got with him shooting himself repeatedly and everything. Very, very, very fun. Mm-hmm. It's Magna Secret Flame Magic Soul Chain Death Match, though. The the, the technique that single-handedly just like I don't care I don't care that <laughs> I had no reason to, to care about Magna up to this point he just latches himself onto Dante and punches one of the top three bad guys to death I yeah. don't care <laughs>
1: that is pretty much a pretty supreme character moment uh it's it, it's got to be it's got to be Magna secret flame uh the audience by the way also agreed they picked the uh Magna secret flame magic soul chain Deathmatch. mm-hmm Best speech now, Nick. We have the Now I'm a Million Times Stronger Than You from MASH to Carpaccio. We have But I Want to Save That Little Boy to Deku, referring to the previous uh, to the previous older wielders of One for All in regards to Shigaraki. We have Yoroshige explaining to Tokuyuki the relationship between human understanding and divine power. Uh, we have Bakugo's Apology to Deku. We have uh, Chikara's speech to Creed about him underestimating them, Stain's speech to Toshinori, yours eternal monologue of thinking why she became an assassin, and Fuko's speech to Billy.
0: Uh, this is actually pretty easy for me uh, in terms of like stuff that I remember having an impact on me at the time and what I look back on most. Uh, it is the uh, speech from Melusa Samurai because... Okay. Um, it did. Did just. I don't know. I think that that's the chapter. I want to say. Let me. Let me double check. But I want to say that that's the chapter where I was like, "This. The series is like special." And then since then, it hasn't been quite as good as, yeah. as as it as it was in that single chapter. So,
1: um, I'm gonna give a lot of stuff. I feel like at the end of this to to undead unlock. So I'm gonna avoid it here. Although I think all those speeches are really really good. I maybe just recently biased. I think I'm going to give it to Yor's monologue of why she became the assassin because it was so nice to actually get a moment from
0: your. Oh, okay. Um, that we. No, I'm thinking of a different chapter. This is. Uh, all right. So this is the bit where, like, she's. Um. Tokyuki had already been to see Shizuku, and then. After that is when Yoroshige explains the relation of between stuff to him. So, yeah,
1: uh, I think I'm gonna go with that. It's that or the Mash one. The Mash one was really cool. Yeah, never mind. No, it's the Mash one. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I thought about. It. I, I had to stop and recall. It was like this is that chapter that basically almost made me cry, where it was just like Mash defending his friend so so staunchly yeah it's that mash one sorry i'm sorry your your moment was cool but that mash moment was better (laughs) okay uh the audience said bakugo's apology to deku was their favorite so there you go uh now i had to get back to the other thing there we go biggest what the fuck moment this year yeah this is like my favorite of the whole year i love this one so much Ukon's very sad at the death of the consequences that is followed by Saquon's anger toward- Basically, Saquon's brother dies, and then at the end of the chapter, he's like, You big meanie! Oh, you killed my brother! (laughs) (laughs) Saquon- (laughs) Fuck, I tell C was so great. Saquon decides the best way to deal with Aoi being given a lethal dose of poison is to take half of it himself instead of doing (laughs) literally anything else.
0: How are there only two ITC moments in this? <laughs> so,
1: I feel like the entire end of the stupid Mar like thieving thing should have we been on a here. We put a single
0: magnet <laughs> and just this one tile,
1: and it'll stop her. Not shatter her fucking ankles when she tries to move.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, sorry.
1: Uh, Matsuri and Suzu going 69 while Matsuri tries to extract Haku from Suzy's belly button. Oh, you know what? I don't even remember that. I, I, honest. That's just,
0: Honestly, honestly, like, that's just kind of like standard fan service yeah. when it comes to Ash. Should, should I trust you? Now, however, the next entry, yeah, I will accept because I'm pretty sure it's what made us stop reading it. it so. It's
1: 100% the chapter that made us stop reading Uh, that, which is Matsuri's mom licking her fingers and then feeling down her, her son's uh, underpants to feel uh, what genitals he had. Uh, horrifying moment. Uh, then we have from Eden Zero. On top of that, he inserted a bomb into my rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Classic moment. Um, everyone arguing and being incompetent after Kwaki escaped and Bakugan <laughs> users of Hanani and Himawari just being ignored. Great moment. Uh... All of the various revelations of uh, Velio, uh, the mayor, and the Hunter's Guild all rushed through in quick succession due to the series impending cancellation. Good time, and then Ajuna revealing that even without her powers affecting her, she had truly fallen in love with Shura despite everything he did for her or did, did to her. Uh,
0: there are so there are a lot of good choices here. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think if I'm being honest with myself, in terms of like the impact that each of them had on me. If a, if a moment makes me stop reading a series, then I think that that's going to do it. So I'm going to go with Matsuri's mom, just randomly molesting him. So. Yeah.
1: Look, on top of that, he inserted a bomb into my rectum. It's... Classic moment. Classic moment. Maybe the moment of WMR this year, just because of how much outside of the actual podcast stuff led into it. Uh, but that said, anytime I think about ITLC, I will immediately think about Saigon being like, my, I'm going to get you, you killed my brother literally in the same chapter. <laughs> For him, it's the same day, I think. <laughs> I, every time I think about it, it fucking makes me laugh. <laughs> he has like a big dumb expression on his face while he does it. Holy shit, Saquon was the best. Yeah. Uh, the audience, by the way, picked on top of that, he inserted a bomb into my rectum, which uh, perfectly
0: understandable, understandable. Definitely great, great
1: moment. Uh, we had the best two-page spread: Luffy, Zoro, Lawd, Kid, and Killer face off. It's it, the chapter one thousand. Uh, uh, two-page spread, I should
0: say. God, why didn't I look at this ahead of time? <laughs> should have.
1: I really, I was like, Nick must have checked this out and <laughs> saw chapter 1000 happened this year, right? Uh, Sukas dying breath beneath the stars for Dr. Stone. Uh, we have Stanley undressing and lighting a cigarette. Undressing is a strong way he of phrasing He takes off that. his cowl. I yeah, I was oh like, God. I don't, I was like, when did he get naked? Look, and lighting just because
0: you guys are trying to get Dr. Zeno to click on this yes. image. <laughs>
1: He's like, for science, I sh- I-, I should investigate this. A good scientist leaves
0: no stone unturned.
1: <laughs> uh, do you want to die? We, uh, the the two page spread of like Y Man screaming to them. Uh, we have the uh, basically the Kinshaha from Mash to Innocent yeah. Zero. Uh, the Union versus Under two page spread. Uh the Demon Slasher Infinite Slash. It just happened actually pretty recently in uh in Black Clover. And then the four-page spread of the roadmap from the stone to the moon rocket in Doctor Stone. Those
0: those were the big nominees. Yeah. Uh some of these nominees are wrong, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh out of the ones that are here, I am going to go with uh the two-page spread from Undead Unlock, the two-page color spread mm. of the egg. It looks really cool, and its just, I like the way that it uh, splits into each of their faces.
1: Yeah. I am going to go with the pseudo two-page spread. It's not, I guess, fully a two-page spread, but the shot of the supernovas and Kaido and Big Mom was such a fucking cool visual. Like, that was what you were hoping for in Chapter 1000. And, uh, it, it was pretty awesome. Uh, the yeah. audience, by the way, uh, picked off the, picked that one as well. So good stuff. Cool. Best twist now, Nick, this one is, um, interesting. I'd say that, uh, rain is a triple liner for Mashal, magic and muscles. Uh, Kafka reveals himself to be kaiju number eight, uh, and kaiju number eight Magna of all people shows up to defeat Dante and black Clover. Joel uses his wristwatch to transmit Wise Man's wise Man's Broadcast to trigger the petrification device in order to re-petrify the world in Dr. Stone. Queen, revealing his Brachiosaurus neck and tail are connected like a snake that could separate the rest of the body from One Piece.
0: Well, I'll call it more sure. a gag than yeah. a twist, but...
1: As <laughs> uh, Shin is a woman, revealed just recently in Undead Unlock. Aoyama is a traitor and was perkless beforehand that she's fake out from early in the series haven't been a false fake out. And then finally, Star and Stripes booby trapping new world or new order into rebelling against other quirks. Also, my
0: Uh, yeah, Uh, it's it's Joel using the wristwatch to cause the petrification to to (laughs) engulf the world Yeah, because
1: fucking awesome scene.
0: Look, there were some unexpected occurrences that happened. Definitely. Uh, Well, like the Magna thing. But in terms of like talking about a twist, like oh my god, I didn't see that coming. But now that I see that it has happened, yeah, that makes perfect sense, and it is a wonderful resolution to this. The audience picked Queen's Brachiosaurus. It was <laughs> yeah. a joke, guys. I it don't... was a joke. I
1: have been told. I have been told that there were some last-minute votes that changed stuff that looked otherwise certain, and I have to feel like this was one of them. That like a bunch of people voted for that one because like it's. So funny, or whatever, but I'm like, yeah, no, it's a hundred percent Joel in the wristwatch. In my look, mind, look,
0: it's really funny, but it's not the best twist, is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> uh, next up, Nick, best fight of the year we have the supernovas versus the emperors from One Piece. We have Hoshina with some help from Mina and Kakoru against Kaiju number 10. We have Magna versus Dante, Andy Fuko, Shen, and Mui versus Fang. We have Robin versus Black Maria. Yorin McMahon versus the Assassins and uh, Spy Family, the verbal battle between Tokiyuki and Sadamune in Elusive Samurai, and then Fuko versus Spring in Undead Unlock. And I will say off the bat, there are quite a few really, really good ones in here.
0: Yes. I can't give it to Fuko versus Spring because that fight's not over yet. Yes. I would feel bad about doing so. Uh the stuff with the Fang was really cool. Um I did like the I mean why isn't that a twist? Shen becomes a freaking Yongxi. That you know? should
1: have been on there. Shen actually dies was a bigger twist than a lot of the other stuff. Come on, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, t- we've talked about you know really liking Magnan Dante, but yeah, I I don't know. Um, I think in terms of like just pure enjoyment in the moment. It was unfortunately abbreviated because the fight split off in a way that I don't even know how, what much you can count it as a single fight, but I'm going to go with the supernovas versus the emperors because I just remember how big that felt when it was happening and how it felt like, Oh yeah. You know, you said like, this is going to be a big fight. And then it really did feel like that for about a month uh, of one piece before it split off. And Depending on how you look at it, maybe it's still going, but in terms of how it Everything's was. Everything's divided that from fight, that part, yeah. Right. If you think about it in terms of just how that group fight went, that was really cool in terms of like the and the way that they resolve stuff, by not by beating the emperors, but by splitting them up, uh by knocking Big Mom off of uh off of the roof, uh and all the effort that it took took them to do that. Uh it was really good. Yeah. Uh,
1: I really I really want to call attention to Hoshida versus Kaiju number 10 as being a really fucking cool fight Uh, because that was awesome where Hoshino just basically kind of like continues to take down this thing over and over again and really kind of like endeared himself as a character. I have to call attention to that because it's 100% the supernovas versus the emperors for one piece that fight is so fucking hype in every stretch of the imagination it lived up to everything it had built up to like when you saw those characters interact like there's so many cool techniques and fights and just big moments And as the great laugh of or the great laugh moment of all uh, the three captains all choosing to play chicken to avoid a <laughs> to see who will dodge big Bomb's uh fire attack and none of them doing it so they all have the big stupid faces they lean backwards um just a great thing, but I did want to call attention to the Hoshina fight, because that was a legitimately a really, really good fight that's just not going to get that attention, because the Supernova versus the Emperor is the best one. The audience picked it as well. It's unanimous. Everyone agrees that was just... that's a phenomenal mm-hmm. fight. Most Improved Character Nick, we have Garaku from Ayakashi Triangle, Margaret from Mashal Magic and Muscles, Shen from Undead Unluck, Magna from Black Clover, Naputaku from uh, Magu-chan, Andy from Undead Unluck, Shikar from Undead Luck and Katori from World Trigger.
0: It's a bit of an odd one, I feel. Um, because it really depends on how you look at it. Like, oh God, I think that there... I, I can't really gauge Karaku personally. Um, because I haven't read a lot of Ayakashi Triangle since we dropped it. Um, Margaret, I think it like only just... Be, barely been really introduced last year in order to call her most improved.
1: I think, a large part of it ends up being her getting a lot of showcase time, having it yes. revealed that she was a female character, which was appreciated in a Shonen Jump manga, having her be funny and weird in the same way mm-hmm. MASH is. I think those With play dipping, a lot. Dipping
0: the, dipping the shrimp and MASH saying, this person is truly MASH. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's like eating fucking, <laughs> fucking cream puffs all the time. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to have to, unfortunately give it to the Putaku as like an obviously one because I think it was still at the point last year where I was like, "Maguchan is a one joke series. If it's not magu doing something funny, this series has nothing. And now I want to hold the Putaku and hold him and tenderly kiss him and tell him he's the best and he deserves everything in life because he's, he's the best child in the world. He is Eternal and everything.
0: When uh plushie merge for the series inevitably becomes available, we're gonna have to get you in Naputiku. I want I, think.
1: I might have to I don't know if we're gonna get it. I don't know how the series is gonna do long term. I may commission someone to make one. <laughs> if Someone knows someone send me send me a message because I really I fucking love I, I love the so much now.
0: Yeah. Uh so God, I don't remember how I felt about naputuku uh, before. You, you
1: liked him more than I did. I very specifically was, was the one who said um, this was going to be like a one, like I thought Nagachan was a one character series. It was just all about mm-hmm. Nagachan. I think you actually liked the Putuku more. So
0: I don't think that I can in good conscience say the because I think that I already did like him. Yeah. That said, he did have a great year and he was he was right, very, ca- very rightfully crowned. Yes. So put that crown um, on him. Uh, what did oh right so katori showed that she was human <laughs> and had good opinions about video games and this year yeah. i guess uh i guess what it comes down to for me is either margaret or chikara honestly okay um and i think i'm gonna go with chikara mm. because i think that chikara was more established prior to the new year like just because of the because jikara was actually introduced like pretty early on undead unlock wasn't he
1: When i'm sorry say it again
0: Gikara was actually introduced relatively early in undead unlock right
1: i mean in comparative sense it was probably within the fir- it was in within the first year but i mean it was yeah, like yeah. four arcs into undead unlock it's just the series moves at a crazy fast pace so i don't know
0: Well, I'm pretty sure that what he was actually around last year and it's hard to tell because we weren't, you know, covering it at that time. But uh, so in terms of like a character that like, you know, was better then I think that's got to be him. Whereas Margaret, I mean, hadn't been around long enough, I think, to have an opinion of her this time last year. So Mm, mm. it's tricky. All right. It's my personal award.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, Nick, it's the Bleach Memorial Best Severed Limb Award. The audience saying Hoshina cuts off Kaiju number 10's arm as he's about to get punched. Uh yeah, Hoshino cutting Kaiju number 10's arm to pieces.
0: Uh, and it's not the same. Yeah.
1: Luck cuts off the arm of the one mid ranked demons as it's preparing an attack for Black Clover.
0: I don't even remember that yeah. happening. Shuez okay.
1: losing her arm
0: in her fight with Billy. Uh, I mean, if you want to have something that actually has consequences. She's still got say, an artificial arm. As so.
1: as far as actual bleach, you lose your arm. That feels like it. All right, well, we'll get to it. The hotel owner gets his hand sawed <laughs> off by the murderer in the O'Hara case. I'll <laughs> <from> <C. laughs>
0: That's one of my front runners, personally.
1: Anno An loses their other arm to Rip in uh, Undead Unlocked. It's pretty brutal.
0: Yeah. I believe when it happens so
1: Andy loses his hand after Top runs across the world and high fives Andy's hand off, and his hand is giving a thumbs up as it happens. And then uh Hawkins losing his left arm to killer. There were a lot of arms lost this year.
0: Look, aren't you guys glad?
1: <laughs> this is a great award category because I like it wasn't until I read it, I was like, Everyone
0: oh. had doubts last year. A but lot of characters
1: <laughs> lost <the> <laughs> arms.
0: <laughs> oh what a wonderful like just summary of stuff that happened when you look at it that way look i think that there is some stuff on here that this like runs the gambit too like there's the stuff that's unintentionally funny like this like i tell c there is the stuff that is actually actually legitimately kind of brutal like some of the stuff that happens in undead Unluck, uh and uh there's just some of the very bleach-like, honestly, stuff that did happen in Kaiju number eight, where it doesn't matter, you know, I'm punching while getting my arm cut off kind of thing. Uh, But for me, the most memorable moment is just the absurdly gratuitous top runs across the earth and high fives Andy's hand (laughs) off while he's giving a thumbs up. It (laughs) is so stupid. It is a supremely awesome
1: moment. However, this is the Bleach Memorial Best Severed Limb Award. And I think in the Spirit of Bleach, a Spirit series Bleach. where arms were cut off and no one gave a fuck, I feel it is only fitting I give it to Hawkins losing his left arm to kill her in a scene that nobody gave a single fucking shit about. I mean, <laughs> it's
0: like, like, consequential.
1: Everyone's like, oh, I guess Hawkins lost his left arm. Who
0: gives a shit? Who <laughs> could have seen this coming? That the way to attack the guy would be to attack the thing that the person that he's transferring the damage to doesn't have that body part. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Which, audience... by the way, I will point out, kid not having an arm was not in the best twists because it <laughs> yeah. was not the
1: twist. <laughs> Everyone's like, kind of saw this one coming. Uh, the audience, by the way, agreed with you uh, that Andy scene is the Honestly, I wish there had been a second, a separate category like, the fucking coolest moment or something like that because if that was the case i feel like that scene from undead Unluck would have been it for me just the running across the world to high five andy's handoff is so fucking awesome
0: there's some great stuff that happened this year yeah
1: uh then we have best villain we have donovan desmond from spy family all for one from my hero uh ashikaga from elusive oh samurai God.
0: Yes, All for One has just gotten worse this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was it was a bad year for All for One, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Ashikaga from Elusive Samurai, Stanley Snyder from Dr. Stone, Sadamune from Elusive Samurai, Margaret from Do- uh, Mashal, God from Undead Unlock, and Spring from Undead Unlock.
0: God's a really good one there, honestly. Uh, We've never just, met him. We, we haven't. All you know about God really is just what he's done from the perspective of the people he's done it to it. And you know what I do? I did really get drawn into some of the way that he was being built up or she, or they, or God. So (laughs) it was being built up, uh, just from the shit that they've done to people. And that's really all you need to know for why people want to kill God in this series. (laughs) It's because they're an asshole. Yeah. God sucks. (laughs) Um, But I'm not going to give my best villain to them because I honestly think that while they were a villain, Stanley was actually a really good villain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I'm of I'm of three minds at the moment. Stanley, as you said, really, really great villain. God is probably the character I hate the most, which is ultimately yeah. in like a wrestling sense, he's the character has the most heat. Like I fucking hate God. I wanna see I wanna see every character get to punch the shit out of God. Spring has been a really compelling antagonist. I don't know <laughs> if like if it was best antagonist, maybe I'd feel more yeah. easily able to just slam Doug Spring in. But I guess I already gave. Did I give Spring my character? The yeah, I gave Spring my best new character. So I, I guess I will. I will agree with you. Stanley is really, really effective as an antagonist, and he has the added bonus of even within the year coming back now as a like an anti-villain, like sort of a, a you know anti-hero character. And I've yeah. mentioned before, I fucking love when that happens. Like, it's one of my favorite tropes in, in storytelling. So I'm super, super excited about Stanley, and I'm going to give it to him.
0: By the way, uh, just just for this category purely, I want to point out some of the people that uh, did not make the cut for top nominations, okay. which were uh, Billy from Undead Unluck. He was a really good one this year. Yeah. Ah, uh, Lycaon from Hunters killed Red Hood, which who? <laughs> the big werewolf guy, you know, the one who vanishes and doesn't get to do anything. <laughs> uh, Megakula from Black Clover, uh, okay. The one that, yeah, def- definitely, I felt like the one that you had the most investment in. What yeah, you know, were actually the ties between the character and the devil. Uh, innocent Zero from Mashal. That's and, uh,
1: how did Margaret? Well, I guess she was also an antagonist. Yeah.
0: but honestly. I would have actually probably gone for this one if they had made the cut. Shiro Shiro, Shiratori from Nine Dragons (laughs) Ball Parade. (laughs) Just because they were being so absurdly evil over baseball.
1: (laughs) How did Kaido not make this list in any way, shape, or form? Or
0: Big Mom, or anyone really from (laughs) Point Orochi, none of them made the cut. (laughs)
1: hold on can I I can't alter this list I want to just take out all for one and be like hide damn it it won't let me (laughs) ninjas protected the list too well (laughs) um all right Nick that's gonna wrap it up for 2021 with just one final question there were a lot of good series this year maybe even a lot of great series but what was the best series of this year (sighs) undead unlock yeah uh undead unlock was a very very good series this year it has been compelling last like three months of undead unlock have been pretty much like almost not universally but if you look at like our actual like mvp selections it pretty much is either one of our best character or um character of the week like for three weeks, three for a couple months back. Like at least one of us has it as like our character yeah. or chapter of the week. However, Nick. However, sometimes you have to think, what's the best series and what's the one you enjoyed the most? Ah. And when you think about that, what series did we enjoy more than <laughs> Boruto and the antics of code and how every chapter <laughs> makes itself a this little is a troll bit... pick. No, it's 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 on dead unlockable. For a moment I wanted someone to be like, no, no. I didn't want to call attention to the fact that Boruto was my favorite series to recap this year, if
0: only because Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't go for ITLC under that logic because <laughs> they reached I... a certain point so... where we just where it was our favorite thing to talk about every week. So God, I really
1: did love it. I really did. <sighs> such a good such a good series. I think
0: uh, we both turned the corner on that one from hating to loving ironically really quickly too. So
1: it really endeared itself pretty quick. Cool. Once you got over the weird premise, it really then just got stupid, <laughs> and that was where it was at its most enjoyable. Um by the way, For everybody who's listening, the audience has more awards than just that. We can't do all these awards because this podcast is going to go for 17 hours at that point. But there are a ton of other options out there. Best new character design, best cover page, best arc, storyline, all of these things. And the audience has a bunch of nominations for that. And you can go check that out. All you have to do is go to our Google Doc, which you can find in our Discord uh ninja will link it in a bunch of different places on there and i highly recommend go checking those out because there are a lot of awesome awesome categories there that uh it would be a nice way to like reflect on (sighs) well i think that about covers it doesn't it i think it does i think that does it it has been a good year and you know what i think i have been i I i will say this honestly 2021 as you mentioned at the start of the year has been a um significant year and i think both of our lives for various different reasons i will say it is a year where i have only grown to really appreciate having a friend like nick in my life and i just wanted to share that before Dude. we go into the new year uh and oh, just no. say it's a uh, oh what no, i'm gonna turn it on you i'm like yeah now nick <laughs> watch out if you turn around and it's goldberg and just spears you and i'm just like at hell in a cell we're fighting for this i have the, the money in the bank over here i don't know why i would risk it i already have it <laughs> but no i just wanted i just wanted to share that this was i think a very good year and it has made me very uh eternally grateful to have a good a uh, good friend like that
0: well, thank you i really appreciate you too and uh You know, I appreciate having someone to share the things that I've been through in my life, uh, the way that I've been able to share them with you. Yeah.
1: And I will say then to our audience, I hope all of you enjoyed yourselves. I hope all of you enjoyed Weekly Manga Recap this year. Uh, I hope everybody then is also looking forward to 2022 and all the crazy stuff that happens there. I think we're going to have a lot of fun in the year.
0: Yes, and then of course, join us in December of 2022 slash January of 2023, so you can find out how Nick can't remember anything. So chapter
1: one thousand, Nick. Chapter one thousand. <laughs> I know we called it out at the time too. I was like, "Well, you're we definitely, did. you're definitely not going to forget." Chapter one thousand was
0: the. No, all I did remember was the exact thing that happened in Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody.